Welcome, welcome to Stepmoms Uncut Podcast. Now, I just want to say a quick disclaimer. I had some technical issues. I'm so sorry. So it's going to sound like my guest is basically jumping kind of down my throat. She's not. And there's just a kind of timing issue. We were talking perfectly fine, but on the playback, it just sounded like I heard her before she heard me kind of thing. But yeah, let me not waffle. There's some tech issues, please forgive. But you know, when when you are recording something live and technical difficulties do arise, it's not going to be as great when you go to record it again, because you know, you're going to try and remember what you said, and it's not going to be as authentic. And that's not what I want to bring to you guys, the audience. So yeah, that's my disclaimer. So in this episode, I'm joined with my friend Lauren, who I met via the Settlements Club. I'm sure you would have heard me say that already, but the Settlements Club is a platform on Instagram where I broached the topic of blended families, so on and so forth, okay? And we're just basically talking about when a great co-mothering relationship goes terribly wrong. Lauren had this great relationship with her stepdaughter's mother. It broke down numerous times, but then there was one final time where Lauren had to draw some boundaries and say that this is no more. On top of that, we speak about Lauren being trolled for being a great stepmom. Crazy, I know. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And we talk about why Lauren decided to draw boundaries what that means for her now, how that speaks to her mental health and, you know, trying to navigate stepmotherhood, learning how to be a mum, then becoming a um, a birth mum and struggling with postnatal depression as well. So guys, oh, and just as a key, Lei, Leana is the stepdaughter and Ryan is the boyfriend. In case you don't gauge that, like I said, the tech issues. So yeah, lay stepdaughter, Ryan, boyfriend. Okay, stay locked in. Welcome to Stepmom's Uncut Podcast. I'm so glad to have you. Um, we joined together in my very first event for the Stepmom's Club. Oh my gosh. It was, I think it was like four years ago now, actually. Yeah, it was. It was just um, after Henny. It was mad. It was so nerve-wracking because I think that's the first time that I spoke to like a big room about my own journey. Mm-hmm. And then obviously I had you and um, the mother of your stepdaughter there to talk about how you guys learned how to pass through all the kind of hiccups that you go through when you're trying to blend and just be friends and actually, actually blend as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously along the line things started to change and you guys are no longer as bonded as you were. Mm -hmm. So I just want to invite you to just tell us a bit about how that kind of happened. So like, obviously I'm letting the listeners know that you guys were cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So just to frame the imagination for those that are listening, how cool are we talking? Let them know how cool you guys actually were. So we were really cool, like stay up in each other's house to... When I went into labour with my son, it was her daughter was starting preschool in um, where we live. 
and I invited her to come down and stay with us for a week just as I knew I was going to be in hospital and I didn't want her to miss her first day have a daughter's preschool so she stayed there's been times when my boyfriend has gone to see his mom and he took both the kids and then she's come and stayed with me so like we were cool cool like I classed it as we were friends that's how I saw it as well Mm -hmm. I saw it as you guys being friends Mm -hmm. because I found you I don't know if it went viral I don't think it went viral but basically there was a picture of you your stepdaughter and your stepdaughter's Mm mum and you guys were in a picture together I had got a bit of attention but it wasn't it didn't go viral viral yeah okay someone sent it to me that's that's initially how I found you and I reached Mm -hmm. out to you because I was thinking whoa these women are friends that doesn't make any sense but then obviously you guys were getting messages around that as well Mm -hmm. so just just for context as well Lauren is fitness coach and she inspires people to love yourself embrace your body as it is but obviously if you want to get fit you can do that if you just want to feel better about yourself you can do that if you want to be a part of this band of women that are talking self-love and just kicking life's ass you can be a part of that as well it's like a little movement online that is growing right obviously with that she's got a good amount of influence so I'm saying all of that to say that when you guys were friends and you put it out there online people saw that Mm -hmm. but you also got messages around that I don't I don't know if you start if you would classify that as trolling but I know people would ask inappropriate questions like are you two doing a thing people used to to ask inappropriate questions all the time where we are doing a threesome because people just and it used to offend me that people just couldn't fathom it but now I guess as I've Mm -hmm. gotten older I understand why people couldn't fathom it I guess for me always trying to make be her friend and be cool on that side was just because I I've grown up with both of my parents uh, that's just the household I personally have come from so the thought of her not having that or the big grief in that um the little girl I just just never wanted that for anyone I just thought I just don't understand why we all can't just want the same thing I guess and it just not to be beef but that's just a perfect world when feelings aren't involved and this that and this and that um but yeah I've been I've asked people still now to this day asking appropriate questions people if I put a question box up now half of the questions are why aren't you friends why aren't you like and it's it's frustrating because I think not in a horrible way and I respect my and it's funny it's never like my riders it's never like the people that I know have followed me for a long time it's either Ooh. like new people or people that are just genuinely being nosy and I think Ooh. it annoys me because I think if I I'm very open and I like to share I've gotten a bit more closed off as I'm getting a bit older but as, I, as I'm growing and working through things but I'm an open book because I think my story may help somebody else and my story may help someone else feel like their story is normal but I just think, bruh, if you've not heard me speak on it, I clearly do not want to. And it's not even yeah. that it's a bit, it doesn't have to be a big dramatic thing where she spat in my face and we had a fist fight. It's got nothing yeah. to do with that. Relationships break down. Boundaries had to be made for the mm-hmm. sake of my relationship and for the sake of her relationship with herself. 
yeah um, in my opinion and she might say different I, I'm, and I hate doing that I'm not going to speak on anybody else but I know for me personally and that's the only thing I can speak of boundaries yeah. needed to be set because things were not being taken as serious or things were happening let's backtrack a bit so you guys were cool right mm-hmm. and now we've got an idea of how cool you guys were you guys but, were basically but I do want to say friends. when we were cool I think people think we were cool for however long we were cool and it was just, you know, unicorns, fairies, and it was brilliant. Like, it wasn't. There was the ups and downs. There, bruh. The ups, ups, <laughs> ups, and awful downs. Like, screaming arguments outside my house, his mom's house, her house. Like, mm. we've been through it. And I just want to make that very clear. I think people think, oh my God, the breakdown of this friendship. This wasn't the first time. Like, yeah, it, we have not been friends on a number of occasions or this relationship has just been broken down it's just that we've always bounced back whereas now the past I want to say couple of years just not and that for me that was more of the boundary I had to set I couldn't keep doing the flip-flop for my own mental health I couldn't keep no matter who it was for whether and you know part of it was for lay and part of it was for myself and my own selfish reasons because she was a good friend like when I was in a you sell when you say selfish what what do you mean there a couple of reasons selfish in the sense of she was a really good like I looked at the friendship as a really good friend of mine and I am very much so with my friends when I'm your friend I give you my all so it was just an aspect of that it broke down and selfishly I'd always go back because you're my friend do you know what I mean like I sound like a fucking broken yeah, hearted yeah, girlfriend yeah. but do you know what I mean like I'm just I'm, just, <laughs> I'm keeping it real Um, I also yeah. think selfishly in the self sense of how I just looked at the situation I looked at it and I was like well why can't we be friends we all Ooh. have to be friends I want us to be friends not necessarily even though I do like to see I think I'm quite open minded in the sense of I can kind of see things from different people's perspective. That's just how my mum brought me up to try and look at it from all avenues, always look at devil's advocate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so I think when I say selfish in that respect, I think I was selfish because I almost like, well, this has to work because I want it to. Like, we right. have to be, I don't want her to grow up and at her wedding day be stressed. Oh, who do a table do I go to? Oh, I'm spending too much. Right. Like, that's just something I don't want for any... I want my kid, like, you know, on a day like that, I want it to be a day you enjoy yourself, man. You're not thinking about us. I don't want her to regret that or reluctant at that day ever coming because she's thinking, oh, I'm going to have my mum over there and my dad over there and my stepmom over there and my stepdad here and, oh, uh, like, do you get what I mean? I just never wanted that yeah. for her. So I guess for me, selfishly, I was like, well, this has to work. We have to be friends. And I guess now I've learned. So when... So when in your mind or your heart did you say, okay, I'm feeling however you're feeling, things now have to change? And what were the steps that you took? It was a few things. I was I realised I was friends with this person, but then also in really bad competition in my head with this person. Like, that was not healthy. Mm. And I'm, I like to keep it real. And even if it makes me sound too ridiculous and stupid, I was in massive competition. In regards to what? Like, she, no, the, the the mom. So even things like she would get some new sneakers, and I feel like I'd need new trainers. Because why she got new trainers? I need new trainers. Why does she got something I've not got? Oh, sweet. Like, yeah, like I was. Wow. I was like, I was 
really mentally not in a great place because I was really at this competition and it just wasn't healthy and it wasn't until I was like why am I being like this like I don't need those I don't need this do you get what I mean I was realized I'd put myself up against this person and I was in such a company and I've always said this to people you can't be friends with people you're in competition with you can never be friends with people like that it's ridiculous yeah and I was like oh my god me being like this I've, I've been a really shitty friend because I am I just being a friend to keep up with her like what and then you know what I mean and I just thought you know what maybe I am the toxic one in this maybe I need to step away and wow maybe I'm not helping this situation maybe I'm in the middle of the mom and the dad and I think I'm helping and I'm actually making shit fucking worse because I'm going through my own shit mentally how are you sitting down and evaluating yourself like that because you know a lot of people well I say a lot I know some people they need help Mm -hmm. to kind of step outside themselves and see how they are contributing to certain things and if if there's things that they can change or step back how how are you getting to a space or a place in your kind of mind where you can say Lauren you're doing x y and z now stop me it's a place of I genuinely don't do things out of a bad place I've not been raised that way I'm a very big believer in karma so I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. a malicious or like, I can't think of the word. Sorry, I can't articulate myself today. But um, I don't do things from a malicious place. I do actually, <laughs> people won't believe this, have a nice heart. I mean, I'm a kind person. Mm-hmm. And I have shown kind things. I've bought Mother's Day presents, Valentine's presents. I've done all birthday presents. I've done all that on behalf of Leigh. All of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not doing them things if you're a horrible person. Do you get what I mean? I think what it was for me yeah. is, because I know I wasn't doing things out of a bad place, I just thought, is this turning me into like a ever horrible? Like, am I starting to slowly turn into like a resentful, horrible person because I'm in this competition? And um, you know what it was? I dropped, I dropped her off to her mom because Ryan couldn't do it one day. Mm. He, had to, he had work commitments, and I remember her, her mom had a coat on. Yeah, this is going to sound really stupid. Mm. And I went home and Googled this coat. And this is a point where we'd broken down. The friendship had somewhat broken down. And I went home and I Googled the coat to death. Because I, in my head, I needed this coat. Why do I, I need this coat? I need to get this coat. She's got this coat. I need oh a new coat. Gosh, I've not bought a new coat it. in months because I've got no money. And I've got a little bit of money now. I need to buy this coat. I need to have a new coat as well. Not, not, she can't just have a new coat. And I can't have a new coat. And literally, I... I put my phone down. And I'm being, honestly, I'm being so transparent with you now. I put my phone down and I thought, Lauren, step away from the phone. You are being so ridiculous. You are damaging mm. yourself. And from that point on, I've just been like, I need to set boundaries. I need to just do my own thing. I need to just stop because I'm not, you're not helping yourself. And I don't think I'm helping anybody. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it's good that I yes. never knew. Because I'm hearing about this firsthand yeah. now. It's good that I know because I would have been like, you better Yeah, stop and I just it. think it was, if I'm honest, to set the picture properly for everybody that they, so they don't just think I'm a crazy person. I was really struggling with <laughs> postnatal depression as well. So I think my self-esteem and everything was already down. Does that make sense? I was yeah. already absolutely. in a really, really bad place. Um and I would, I was really like, have you were getting triggered, basically, basically in a nutshell, yeah. And I found that um, 
that was it, especially when we weren't friends, was a really big trigger for me. Um, and you know what? Mm. I probably have been a shitty person and probably said shitty things, and she probably fucking will sit there and say it probably is true. And because I can't, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm innocent, but all I can say in the whole thing yeah. is nothing I've ever done is from a bad place because I'm just not that way inclined. Um, but I do think for um, for myself, setting the boundaries and stepping away and also stepping away and stopping asking Ryan. Ryan's my stepdaughter's dad. Even just in the sense <laughs> of I would they would be getting into it and I would be getting involved because I, I just wanted to help. But Ooh. I've had to realize I can't like I can't help. It's none of your business. Yeah, it's not for me to help. Like, and I think I was because mm-hmm. I I there's been times when they've got into it and I've been like, no, Ryan, babe, you can't talk to her like that. Like that's that that's hella disrespectful. Like you can't treat her like that. She's the mother of your child, and then vice versa. The times, and I'm like, babe, you can't do that. Like. He's your baby's daddy. Like you, do you get what I mean? I've mm-hmm, been on both mm-hmm. sides, but I and I genuinely at the time thought I was helping, and I wasn't. I just was in the middle, and I just and now I don't ask, and I I try. Yeah, unless you tell me. Basically, I'm not I ask really you. try to not have an opinion because I've it's it has been on my journey of like growing with myself and I think that's another reason I was able to see that I'm toxic because I'm like when I was going through my postnatal depression and stuff like that I had to really and it sounds really cliche but when you're on a path of growth and trying to realize like what is wrong with me Mm -hmm. you do have to be really honest Mm -hmm. with yourself and and that person's not the only like she's not the only person I've been like that with and a, a female's lying if they've never been like that with another woman do you get what I mean if they woman, yeah. be a damn yeah, liar yeah. if you said even if it was a kick at work or for me when it's basketball I've played basketball and there's been um there's been girls I've played against that I wanted to be better than or do you get what I mean so you you style your hair the same yeah. as them because you think wow it must be the hair that's why they're good at doing that and it's not like yeah you know I mean it's just <laughs> it's stupidness but yeah obviously as a female we 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 are made to put ourselves in competition with each other aren't we like it's just and I think it's just yeah. the culture of it I think yeah there's just a way there's just a cattiness about women and I feel like you know culturally I mean from the areas that I've grown up in from what I can see it's just harder for girls mm-hmm. to cultivate real pure friendships mm-hmm. and relationships I will look at my husband that has had the same friends since day dot and they love on each other they are down for each other they will do anything for each other where me from I want to say secondary school all up until now I've switched sets of friends so many times and it's only until I hit maybe like I want to say like 26 27 that I found my forever friends and I've added a few on since becoming a stepmom because I I just needed more more friends in that kind of um space that I was in whereas men I I just think it just speaks to women in general and why co-mothering is so hard I have actually been quite blessed because my core group of friends I've been friends with for 20 plus years like my Rachel she's been my friend since I was oh my god how old was I eight years old I yeah, her sister Whoa. Louise, same. My friend Molly, we've been friends for ten plus years. Friend Azania, we went to high school in America together. We've been friends since we were sixteen. So like my, that's why it's funny because 
my friend like that's why it was a big deal when I became cool with her because I don't do new friends like that has been and right. my friends always laugh at me I'm the friend that's like nah, no new friends no new friends I'm good like and I do have a close-knit mm-hmm. group of people um so if I and I think so and it's mad because even I me and my closest friends got into beef over that situation because they just didn't understand it right and, right right so I want to just talk a bit to that obviously I said that a lot of people are following you you influence people and people have opinions on what you do how you do it etc etc so then we had people messaging you and even people had messaged me saying is this real like are these two women actually friends or is it like for sure so we have people having their opinions on you guys but it got to a place where it kind of went left and people started having negative opinions on you and the way you were stepmom and the way you portrayed mm-hmm. that online. Tell me like how that was. How how did that feel? Because stepmoms, they can get it from society of strangers anyway. But yeah. to have it directly I in think, your DMs, how, how think, are you getting through that? First of all, that's the only thing I've ever been trolled about. <laughs> Out of all, of all the, the things, things, that's the only thing that has ever come into my inbox and I've been trolled about is being a stepmom. Obviously, I'm aware the internet, everyone has opinions, but I think, I, if I'm honest, I set myself up for it because of how open and honest we were about it and how much we were showy, showy that we were cool. What were the kind of things, what were the kind of things that oh people were saying to you? No, you don't mind sharing. Somebody told me... And it was funny because it always come off like the breakdown of the friendship. I always got trolled after that. Um, it was mm. oh, one person said they hope that me and Ryan get hit by a bus so Hendrix oh, doesn't lovely. have us as parents because we're horrible human oh. beings. This yeah. is because someone, you're a stepmom. Uh, yeah, someone I'm else said to me, I shouldn't be doing the things I do for my stepdaughter. Do I not see that it upsets her mom?" And that I just what did they say? I'm a beg. I rarely yeah. ever show Leon anymore. And I barely ever show our relationship anymore just because people want to ruin a good thing in it. So like what what are they gonna say about no one's gonna cuss me about Henny because I'm gonna find exactly where you live and I'm gonna burn your house down when you want to cuss about my youth. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. Like so they know not to come to yeah. me. They'd never come with the chest about Henny. Um how did that make you feel like getting these messages? How did because you obviously we can guess how being trolled normally would make a person feel like they they would e- it's either water off a duck's back or it can really speak to their mental health and if really. I'm honest, when I was really in a deep dark place. I was in my I was really struggling with my um postnatal depression and I um kind of went into myself and got really obsessed with trying to prove that I was a good person really obsessed and probably Mm. then overcompensated with showing me and lay on the internet and really overcompensated Mm. with other things and I just have to prove to you I'm not I'm not doing anything wrong because I was seeking this Mm. gratification in strangers and yeah the recent I recently got trolled this is a few months back now um, basically, it was something along the lines of, I do way too much. I shouldn't be doing the things that I'm doing because I'm just trying to be her mom. 
Ryan was like, I'm putting yes. this out. And I yeah, usually yeah, yeah. I, I would screenshot it and put it out just to show the internet how stupid the internet is. Um, but I was like, if yeah. I'm honest now, I'm so I'm so much for me personally, I'm in such more of a better place and I'm so much more secure with myself that say what you want. I genuinely don't care anymore. I me now not showing Lay, like if you don't think me and Lay ain't still doing matching hairstyles, because that, that used to vex people as well. But the joke is, I did them things because mm-hmm. she wanted to. Like, this is the thing that people don't understand. Yeah, she requested it. Like, I've never done anything with Lay because I'm forcing her and I'm trying to mass manipulate her. And I'm, I'm, I'm do you know what I mean? I am grew up in despicable me and I'm mm. trying to be this psycho crazy person. Like, anything I've ever done is because she's wanted to. I've never forced her into, mm. like matching or matching my hair like or anything like that even the other day she was like I want a long braid how you had a long braid the other day and then will you have a long braid and if I'm just if I'm honest I said Leah I ain't got no more hair <laughs> to do I ain't got no more hair that will, <laughs> your hair won't match my hair so she was like no and she's like okay just do it in me like just do it on me then and I'm like okay cool and then it it's just now it doesn't bother me the trolling and now People are just gonna have their opinions, aren't they? You, I, I've had to realize you're not in this situation. You've only seen two sides of a story, and there's three sides to every story. Yeah, and you've not even not seen even the, the full, full story. story. You don't even know, know the ins that like the ins and outs, the little nuts and crannies. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. So why am I gonna? I ain't gonna lose sleep over the opinion of sheep in it because it's. For what I'm not gonna, you're not gonna tell me to these things on the internet, and then I'm now gonna stop doing these things with Lay. It's just not how it works. So, but like I said, in hindsight, were there any systems or practices or mantras that you had that helped you just kind of focus on your stepmom journey and play it out the way you wanted to comfortably play it out while shutting? the opinions of others out like were there systems that you actually practiced or was it like an epiphany uh, did you wake up one day and say oh I'm okay I'm just not I gonna think have it, it was a bit of I think it was a bit of both I think I've I tell myself and I reassure myself like you're not a bad person and I think it was a bit of you know you know when you get the imposter syndrome but then you've got all these people kind of um mm-hmm. Telling you yeah, you're bad And for me, it was a thing of my relationship with this little girl is sick. Like, she's my best mate. Like, and I love her to death. And that's mm. all that matters. Why am I worried about what? No face. XXX123, XX, kiss OXX, because she can't even put a real name behind her Instagram. No <laughs> DP picture. Following <laughs> three people and I'm one of them. Do you get what I mean? zero followers zero pictures what whoever's behind that instagram towards me because at the end of the day this little girl and i myself that is all that matters so um yeah yeah i think that's what it was for me it was just yeah but probably a bit and if i'm honest it was actually having an honest conversation with myself and realizing you were a part of the problem as well like the breakdown was your fault as well and you have probably said some horrible yes. things and probably made people feel a way, even if you thought you were doing it in a very nice way and you were coming from a, a good place. <laughs> like, for example, 
sending pictures of her at the zoo. I was doing it because I'm like, I want you to be involved. I want you to see. Never actually thinking, Ross, that could have really triggered. Like, do you get what I mean? And yeah, can't even sit there and say, well, that's immature. Just take her to the zoo then. Because that's not, that's that's a, that's a, a stupid way of looking. Because she feels how she feels, yeah. Because I'm doing it from a good place. I'm not trying to do any harm, and I wasn't. Mm. In turn, I was not. Sometimes realizing Mm. that I was being a trigger and I was being a dick without realizing I was being a dick. So I love that because I feel like a lot of stepmoms fall into that space. I did 100 percent in the first chunk of my stepmom journey, where you're just wanting to try and slot yourself in but as a positive um addition you you don't want to add to the negativity but you kind of are because a you probably weren't invited to get yourself involved Mm -hmm. you just entered your way in you feel like you can make a difference but if two people have not been able to get their their stuff in order how are you someone that came in halfway or at the end or when things were really toxic how are you going to now fix these these situations and I think for me as well it was not listening to my my husband my husband was like I know yeah that was my thing that was me as well so understand when I say back off and I'm like no I'm a woman and it's women I understand yeah Yeah. I am am. going through my all my ex-boyfriends I've tried to fix them they've all been a bit mash up and the problem is within it I've never fixed myself up until recently and I think I've come into this situation and done exactly what you've said fam shut up you don't know and I think you know what it was as well I hate people that are judgy judgy so all right you're telling me all this negativity that that's that man shut up I'm not I'm not listening to you I'm gonna have my own opinion and in some aspects, it should have been like, all right, I should have maybe listened to what, or even if I took a pinch of salt of what you said, do you get what I mean? I should have l- listened. Instead, I've not listened. And then it's just spiral. It spiraled out of control. And it was just not out of control because that makes it sound really negative because I don't want to sa- That's another thing. I don't want it to sound like when we were cool, it was like a horrible negative thing. It was still like, oh, it's good for my stepdaughter. Like she was able to see us all she still has a memory of that it's still brought up to this day do you think she has any inkling that things have oh, like she's not that inkling she knows because I'm told <laughs> <laughs> okay how did that make um, you I personally feel like honesty is a good way to go obviously taking into account the child's age and how the honesty is being relayed is it like the, the full truth or is it I, half the truth but I yeah, think it's good I to be upfront with at the, kids. the age of like maybe well she's seven now like five and six when you're doing it I think when she's gone mm. from it being so great okay to then be like no nah, we're not no nah, it's not like that no more I just for me personally wish it was softer but then in the same breath you might have been right rip a band-aid off keep it real I guess I've always been a person of yeah. when she's asked I've just been like Oh, I'm just busy. I'm just You're been, been really busy. And obviously, we got Henny now. Just try and not, because mm-hmm. I just think this is just me. And I think it's growing up in a household where get out of big people's business. Like you're being told that all the time. <laughs> um, I think it was a finger. <laughs> I don't want to bring her into big people's business because she's not yet. But now she's at an age like she she's she's seven now, isn't it? So it's where you're a bit nosier, and now you know. And I and I agree with you. Maybe it was the honesty was probably <laughs> the best policy. It's just knowing that 
it's okay if you know one mother you know wants to parent this way and the other mother and you know their partner the dad wants to parent another way and working it out for what it is not trying to say we need to be together we need to work in harmony actually some people can work kids will get on board just as long as it's consistent and i was just gonna say they will get on board i think for my stepdaughter she that is her. She knows what runs over at mom's and she knows, like even, even over lockdown, mm-hmm. my mom and her dad were talking and her mom, she don't eat pizza. And we were like, eh, what? We were like, she eats pizza here. And my mom was like, are you joking me? He will refuse it here. And it's just, kids will do what kids want to do at the end of the day, innit? And I, I do want to say that, yeah. I like, I, in hindsight, I'm getting to a point where I'm not angry at that situation. I think I'm more angry at how things yeah. were dealt Amazing. in all parties. Because no one's innocent. Like, nobody literally sat in a corner and was being bullied. Do you get what I mean? Was not That's never how it was. And I hate when narratives yeah. been spun like that. It's like when you go to war with someone, like, the other people know you're coming. They just weren't as prepared as you. I look at it and think things could have probably been different, which would have now this where we are right now, we might have never got it to this point. But, you know, things happen and it's never to say never that, you know, in a few years we will be cool again. Yeah. Maybe not as cool. I don't think we'll ever be as cool as we was because yeah. of boundaries, but be, you know, just cool again. Yeah. And I just think there was a lot of healing yeah. and a lot of on all parts and a lot of, yeah, like I said earlier, a lot of shit I thought I was helping with and I fucking wasn't. <laughs> I was probably making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we are now getting to the part where i ask all of my lovely guests to think back on all that they've experienced in their kind of blended family experience and offer up your golden nuggets for those who are listening that may be able to relate to your kind of journey specifically or broadly um what golden nuggets would you offer um... And you actually taught me this sort of a day, Stella, that it's okay to be upset in something that happens between your, mm-hmm. like, you and your stepdaughter. Like, your stepdaughter is okay. Like, they're not invincible in the sense of, Henny upsets me sometimes that Hendrix is my son. He upsets me sometimes, mother-son mm-hmm. mother thing. I'm going to still have that with her, and I'm okay mm-hmm. to be upset. Um, mm-hmm. Because I used to think, oh, I can't be. Mm-hmm. God, I, I, I can't be like she can't upset me because that's just not fair on her but no she's gonna do things that upset me and that's just not necessarily as just being just a a seven-year-old just I'm okay to feel basically is what I will say it's okay for you to feel as yeah don't not feel because you don't think you have the right to because at the end of the day you're human and you have feelings so it is a hundred percent okay to feel and I'd and I'd say to my other my other golden brown duh set them boundaries from day dot set them and abide by them and Mm -hmm. have boundaries (laughs) from the beginning um if not for the greater good for your own sense of self for your own mental health for you just what you have got going on with you boundaries 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 because i've even learning that with ryan like six years in like wow we have no boundaries (laughs) like just in this relationship like we need some boundaries like you're just you and there's no book to this you. and there's no right way if you two are cool yeah. be cool man be cool like 
Do you know what I mean? And if you ain't, you ain't. That's fine as well. Like, I think I think that was what my That's thing it. was. When, when, like, being okay with not being cool. I think I put so much pressure on having to be cool that when we weren't, I was stressed, like, well, how, yeah. oh, my God. Do you get what I mean? It needs to be a perfect world. And I've had to realise that's just not how life, that's just not real. It's not. And and just for anyone that's listening, on average, it takes four to five years to actually blend. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't matter. You, you can't say, okay, I've, I've been doing this for X amount of time. Why is it, why is it not? you know blending why are we not getting it on no it takes on average four to five years to blend and thereafter that you start to see the fruits of your suffering your laboring and your ironing out and your rejigging and and I feel like when you have that mm-hmm. realization from the jump you'll be kind to yourself it's unfortunate that a lot of our stepmoms we come into the role and we don't know what the hell we're doing and we we're doing too much trial and error but you know hopefully Hopefully with um, uh, podcast episodes like this and the blogs that are out there and people just being a bit more real, just being a bit more (laughs) We're going to learn at least, not for us, but the next batch of stepmoms because please, there's single mums popping up out of everywhere. There's single dads popping up. There's going to be more blended families. There's going to be more stepmoms, more stepdads. It's not going to slow down. So I think... um, I love your golden nuggets and just to round it off I think the overall kind of theme of what you're saying what I'm saying is just oh be kind to gosh, yourself yeah. okay it's gonna uh, be all yeah. right guys I really hope you enjoyed this episode and that it brought you something real relatable and revelational you know your girl coach Silla is always here for you so if you'd like to book a one-to-one with me or join our exclusive membership space you'll find the details in the bio to do that don't forget to share the podcast and tag me where you can so I can say thank you leave a comment and or a review and as always tell your partner the DM and your in-laws too this is stepmoms uncut podcast you soon.